Welcome to Sparks and Recreation, your source for info on community events, meta-analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Part of the Realms Rising Network. Heroes of the Realms, welcome back to Sparks and Recreation, Episode 8. We are really happy to be here with you again this week, and especially delighted to give a warm welcome to the slew of new listeners that we have had uh, join the ranks uh, after the public release of the Hero Realms digital app. So it's really good to have you here and uh, joining in the festivities, also joining in the Discord activities. Uh, it's a really exciting time. Now, that being said, let's get things rolling. I am your host, Matthew Jigmalinkpa Rooks, joined as always with my uh, fellow co-host, Tim Agency 13 McKenzie. How are we doing today, boss? I'm doing pretty good. A lot better than yesterday. Had a rough, hot day yesterday working. Today, nice and cool in the AC most of the day. So I want to say, I want to give a shout out to a new listener that gave me a bunch of crap for not mentioning him in the Origins 5K. And that goes out to Luke, the real Void Mars. Sorry, buddy. I played the real Void and they whipped my butt. So yeah, shout out. I can echo that statement. I've also been uh, butt whooped by the void. So uh, welcome to you. Uh, now you've got a shout out. And some of you might be like, hey, wait, what's that mystery third voice that just popped out of the background? Yes, indeed, people. <laughs> There's a third amongst us today. Uh, a warm welcome to the newest member of the Sparks and Recreation family, Sam Scrapforce Parsons. Welcome to the podcast, amigo. Good to have you here. Guys, I can't tell you how awesome... In general, the Realms Rising community and also uh, being a part of the Sparks and Rec fam has been for me. It's been fantastic. It was a COVID savior. Uh, it has been a great passer of time, good distraction from work. Uh, and uh, I feel like I've really made some good buds through the process and have really enjoyed all the events that have been going on. Uh, and not only that, but it's given me a great outlet to hang out more with my brother who lives in Wisconsin. I'm in Washington, D.C. And that's been really cool, too. So it's bringing the family closer together even for me because me and him awesome. play. He whips my ass all the time. Uh, and it's it's all good stuff. So glad to be here. Really, really happy to be a part of the group. Thank you guys so much for everything. Awesome. Great to have you here. And thanks for that little background intro. Now, to give a little more context as to why Sam is here today, he has been instrumental in a pretty massive new project that has been under uh, underway in the background here uh, for a lot of our committee members. Um, Tim also uh, really involved with this one. And this is a formal announcement of this new project. It's called Hero Helper. It's a stat tracking application and it's a way for all of us hero realms addicts to uh, pour over the lovely data that the game provides us. And we are really excited to announce it today on the podcast and talk a little bit about it. So, Sam, uh, we're going to talk in detail about it later, but can you give, just give us a quick overview? What is Hero Helper and how is it going to be uh, of interest for our community? 
I would be delighted to talk about Hero Helper. I am very excited about this new tool that the community is going to be able to use to know more and win more, as we have decided as our tagline. I love it. And we discovered a way to track games automatically. Uh, and now we have a database which holds all of those games. And we are working feverishly to come up with great ways to display that data to you so it's easy to digest, so you can know more, win more, do better at Hero Realms, uh, and have more fun, be more connected to your community. <laughs> now, Tim. Yes. Talk about the different ways that we can use Hero Helper. What are the benefits or what are the utilities of using this? So this new this new wonderful invention of yours. So right now it's working through uh, it'll auto log the games and it's and it's loading all the data into a spreadsheet that I made. And so that's kind of how we're doing it now. We're gonna we're gonna get away from that in the future. It's in uh, a work in progress there, but uh, it'll show you overall your your wins losses it'll show it by class it'll show it by character it'll show it versus certain opponents it'll show we can show aggregate data for everybody's game whose games are being tracked all of this stuff and i mean it's just a lot of stuff there which is really cool because i was one of those people that made a spreadsheet to track games i even tracked for like a month straight and then I would stop tracking games and and I would go back and forth and I it wouldn't last very long because it it's just it would suck the fun out of the game to have to worry about tracking it all the time. So we're given an option to to not only have like oh, I won this many games and lost that many games, but to have more insight into stuff than that even. So and and there's other stuff we're working on with it that I don't know when it will show up or if it will that could be some possibilities outside of what we mentioned. It's a work in progress. And we'll talk about some of those future directions or hint at them maybe a little bit later, but yep. yeah. All right. So that is kind of the overview of the hero helper app. It's a huge new thing that we're releasing to really help the community uh, track their stats. Cause it's a great game that we all love. And if we can see stats about how we're playing it and how kind of the meta is shaped in terms of wins, losses and what works well against what, uh, it can really help improve your game and help you to kind of learn more about the game. So, uh, yeah, anyways, we will go into more detail about this later, uh, but we'll stick to our normal um, format of the show. All right. So just to give a quick format, we will go with our usual. What would you do coming up next year? Which is a, uh, always a fun, a favorite segment of everybody, except maybe Tim. But I think it actually <laughs> is. He just likes to be a contrarian. Uh, after WWE. YD, we will go into the um, main topic. And that's where we'll spend a little time talking about uh, kind of the details of the Hero Helper app and kind of an introduction for everybody to learn a little bit about it. It won't be like a super long sermon about it or anything, but it'll be a nice way to learn about uh, what it is, how you can use it, how you can sign up. By the way, everybody, it's free to sign up. It's uh, for the community. And uh, we really encourage and want as many people to sign up for it as possible. So. Uh, hope you stick around to learn a little bit more about that later. All right. Uh, following that is Build Lab. And um, Build Lab is going to be kind of a SAM-centric, a, a Scrap4-centric uh, uh, segment today. We're looking forward to that. And Sam, in his typical creative, um, whimsical style, 
has also prepared a mystery segment uh, to follow that. He said it, it'll take about 10 we minutes. We don't or even so. know what it is. He said it'll take about 10 minutes or so. And now he said 10 minutes. So after editing, we'll probably get it down to like 90 seconds or so. So we'll see. We'll see how it works. But no, he's got I thought something. you were going to say 90 minutes. No, 90 seconds. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. No, I'm just kidding. I, uh, so there's a mystery segment, and then we'll do a quick community roundup, basically just announcing all of the events that are either restarting imminently or have already restarted uh, right after the public release of the game. So there's a lot of really fun stuff on the horizon or already going on in the community in terms of fan-run events. So we'll talk about that last and wrap it up. All right, we have a really fun episode for you, everybody. Looking forward to it. Let's jump in. To Scrap Force's favorite segment, what would you do? What would you do? And before we get too deep, while we're still at the top of the hour, the beginning of everyone's favorite segment, while we have your attention, I forgot to mention a very important detail, which is the actual web address for Hero Helper. It is hero-helper.com. Very easy. Just remember the dash, people. What would you say you do here? All right, now with that out of the way, let's talk about what would you do. Okay, so this situation, we've got a whiz off. Two wizards. <laughs> level one versus level three. Uh, it is early in the game. It's early game. Yeah, I think it's like uh, this. it might be the, the first reshuffle is out because it looks okay. like uh, yeah, so it's yeah. early game in sense. Yep. So this is the first reshuffle. So this the the second pass through the deck. <clears throat> Ding dong, Dilicus, not delicious, Dilicus, <laughs> has his cards on the table. Seven gold is showing. There is in the market row, Torgan Rock Splitter. There is a, uh, damn, Nature's Beauty, I believe, is the name of that card. Bounty. The four gold bounty. Bounty. Okay, thank you. Close. Uh, the four gold action that will also pair nicely with another wild card that causes discards because its wild faction ability is the discard. Uh, there is a cult priest, so you could work on that double cult priest we all love. Uh, there is a rampage. There is a life drain and a man at arms. So with that said, uh, the opponent also of note has two fire gems that they have acquired in this time. So they have a conceivable chance at getting said Rampage, Life Drain, or Torgan. Uh, so this could be the shot to get it. In the market, we have Torgan, Cult Priest, Rampage, Life Drain, and Man at Arms. We have seven gold to spend, so we can buy anything in that row. Okay? This is a wizard, uh, a whiz-off, as Sam. A whiz-off. The great wizard. <laughs> He who whizzes first whizzes last. Okay. Uh, I, I imagine oh. this this battle taking taking place in the bushes out front of somebody's. Just house don't cross the streams, jumps, guys. So, it's this <laughs> is what you and Double Dubs did, Tim, after Origins. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> now, no, come on. Did not. Well, all right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Cut that part out. I'm just kidding. Uh, all right. So, what would you do? Uh, I. So we, there was some discussion on the Discord about this that I vaguely remember. 
Um, and really, when you're having a whiz off like this, I think, you know, you're really going to prioritize the actions so you can uh, take advantage of the wizard's like natural proclivity to do better with actions. Uh, and so it's really kind of a choice between Rampage and Life Drain. I have had some games against wizards where they got a Torgan early and it's actually screwed me. But it was more so when I was a cleric that I had trouble with that. Yeah. Because yeah. you don't get enough damage to, to knock the Torgan out. In this case, I think the wizard would probably be able to kill it. So not the best choice. That wouldn't be a bad choice, but not the best choice for this. Um, if it was me, I, I probably would go with the Rampage to get the draw and to try to get the faction ability because cycling is awesome. That said, Life Drain, if you can get an early scrap with a wizard, I've found that to be extremely effective. Um, and the Life Drain would be a very solid choice, but it, I would probably choose the Rampage. Hope for a spark. Who knows what will happen with that one card. You won't get it most likely, but hope for a spark. Okay. And all right, that's a good answer. I, and I realized when I posted this WWYD that it has Rampage in it again, and I, and I apologize for that. I think that makes like five. We need to have some without Rampage five, in it. We've had one. We've had one without Rampage. <laughs> Um, now, but I think, and the choice has always been rampage well, here though. I actually don't think it is. And I think that might be why I chose I, it. But. Tim, go ahead. Uh, You're up next. What would, what would you do in this situation? I, oh, my turn. All right. I think I'm really tempted by rampage. It seems like, Oh, I want to cycle as a wizard, blah, 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 do all of that. But I think I'm going to go life drain with this one because it is a low level, like I think it said level one versus level three or, or so. Even if you're both level three, whatever. That early sacrifice will be huge. And it's also, the other big thing is it's two more damage every time you play it than with Rampage as well. So like you're getting a little more damage out of it. Yes, you're not cycling and doing that stuff that the wizard does, but you don't have the tools to do all of that stuff as a wizard at a low level where the sacrifice, I think, is going to pay off more. At level 12, I might pick Rampage, but at, at like these lower levels, I think I would go Life Drain. Yeah, okay. Um, I tend to agree with you there, but I'll, I'll wait to give... I, I actually think we're going to have a lot of similar comments and some different ones in the Discord, and I'll get to that in a moment. But I want to remind everyone... And what would you do? We post a link in the show notes where you can uh, find screenshots of what we're talking about. So it's a little easier to follow. Uh, you can also find it in the um, WWYD channel in Discord. So check out the pics. Uh, it might be a little difficult to visualize, especially if you're a newer player. What some of what we're talking about. Okay, so let's go into the Discord chat here and look at what some people said. All right. Uh, Game Freak 701 chimed in and he said, uh, first thought would be grab would be to grab life drain, but rampage cycle is kind of equal to having a thinner scrapped down deck anyways. Uh, so he said he would go for rampage and hope for spark to be revealed with that extra gold. And, and I also, shout out, like, that's where I got that hope for a spark. Cause I remember someone said that <laughs> it happens or, so Game Freak, it, or a death touch or something. Yeah, it happens, you know? You yeah. can't really expect it to happen, but you can hope for it. Um, Daily, It's a nice surprise. Yeah, it is a nice one. Uh, Daily 23 chimed in, and he agrees with Game Freak on the Rampage. And Vroser said, life drain. And then try to pick up Rampage later. And then, um, if not, if you can't get Rampage, there's always Cult Priest for the win. 
And you know what? It's actually a pretty good <laughs> uh, thing. And I kind of agree with that. I love, I love the uh, cult priest. And I think we're seeing a kind of renaissance of the cult priest right now in the Discord community, which is great. Jeez. I would agree. If you did get life drain, the cult priest would be a solid pull because you could trigger right. that draw ability and that would be great. Yeah. And you could trigger the four damage on the cult priest, which oh, actually would make it good instead of yeah, that's true. junk. Mm-hmm. Um, Frank voted for Rampage. Um, Rip uh, also chimed in and said, technically, Life Drain might be the better one, but it's hard to turn down Rampage. And I think that's right. right? Uh, BSC Buck came in and said Life Drain as well. Um, so I think we're seeing a pretty good um, mix between those two. And that kind of sums it up. I tend to agree that Life Drain especially this early in the game is really, um, really tempting. The rampage yeah. is always good, but that life drain, especially if you can uh, cut some cards out of your deck and match it up with that cult priest, and you get draws out of it and you're doing eight damage. It's awesome. You can deal with Torgan if he gets it later, and, and, you know, anything. And I guess one other thing here, I'm hopefully I'm not interrupting you. No, Matt, that was the end of like, my thought. Go for getting, getting the rampage later is okay. Mm-hmm. Because Rampage will still be pretty good later, whereas like the life drain, I mean the dam eight damage is always gonna be good, but like yeah. the sacrifice from it is not gonna be real good. Uh, a shuffle or two you know, mm-hmm. one more shuffle maybe, but like you get into like your third or fourth shuffle, you don't care about the sacrifice anymore. Whereas the cycling right. from Rampage you would, you will have an economy advantage. Your opponent got two fire gems and you have nature's bounty and a fire gem. You're a little ahead in this race. Mm-hmm. Like, yep. chances are you're going to be able to pick up both. Yeah. Honestly. That's what I was going to add too, Tim, is that with a bounty in your hand, one of the things you have to watch out for with the scrap is over scrapping your gold too early. And I don't know if that would be much of an issue there, but the bounty would help you avoid that big right. problem. You, you might want to hold on to that all game if you're scrapping down enough. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought there were some really good comments in the Discord. And, and again, this is one of those where. Even if like Rampage may not be the ideal pick, I don't think it's a bad pick here either. So, uh, yeah, both are good. Just as long as you don't go Cult Priest Man at Arms, I think you're all right. Yeah, that that's that's probably good. <laughs> Although if you if you were a thief here with the smooth heist ability, that might be something. Uh, getting both those to hand is tempting. Anyway. <laughs> all right, cool. Uh, we'll wrap that one up here and uh just to remind everybody please feel free to submit your own you can uh email them to us you can find the uh information in the show notes you can post them on the discord channel um hopefully we can try to get some different situations as well so if you're talking about like maybe discard maybe you have to discard two or three cards from your hand what are you going to discard or maybe it's not really a good row. You don't really have good choices. What are you going to do in this situation? You know, even maybe not uh such glamorous uh decision points as this one are also acceptable so submit away please i i do think it would be a good idea to have some like decision points that aren't necessarily what would you right. buy yeah. so 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 i think that would be good Agreed. all right uh thanks again everybody and we are going to transition into the main topic <laughs> All right, here we are, everybody. The main event, the main topic, where we get to finally give you some detailed information and a call for signups for our new uh, release. 
the hero helper application. All right. Uh, this is basically what was that URL? The URL is uh, hero hyphen helper.com. Right. Yeah. And guys, this is going to yes. be in the show notes too. You can find all this stuff. We'll have links for everything in the show notes. So don't fret. All right. Uh, now, as we said before, hero helper is a tracking stats application, which will help you hone your strats. Uh, I'm going to do a quick interview right now with the two guys who are responsible for uh, creating the Hero Helper app, right? So they have put in uh, many hours, let's just say. I was going to try to put in, uh, you know, even like dozens or scores, but I just gave up on that because they've spent many, many hours developing this. How much is the long? That's a that's the measure of time, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. But many Many yeah, of those. Or a fortnight. Or fortnights distances? we could go. Okay. Not yeah. the game, but <laughs> Fortnite. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm listening to Game of Thrones on an audiobook and so Fortnite is yeah, there a lot. Many a Fortnite so has been spent on the <laughs> development of, of Hero solid. Helper. Um, and we just want to use this opportunity to kind of explain what it is, explain how it came to be, uh, what it does and what you can do with it. And hopefully convince you listeners to come and sign up and track your own stats and uh, kind of enjoy the benefits of exploring this game that we all love even deeper. Okay, so let's jump right into it. My first question is for you, Sam. And without giving up like, you know, super technical or secret information as to the magic behind the curtain, um, how did Hero Helper first begin? Just for like the lay person, a short, quick, simple answer is great. Absolutely. Um, I think telling the story of like how the idea was sort of born is nice. So there were some fortuitous uh, passings that happened that kind of helped this even be a reality. Um, so, so, so Tim became my mentor because I wanted to become better at fighter. And in that process, he invited me to his like sheet collection group where we were all using a similar uh, form to submit our games. Uh, and I had already kind of thought of separately and talked to him about, hey, we should have like a website where we can mm -hmm. submit our games instead of this Google form, and then we can have a database. And then lo and behold, we discovered this way of actually automatically logging the games. Very close to the ProStarRealms.com website. If you've right. ever seen that or used that, it's very, very similar in the approach. And in fact, shout out to the guy who was the developer for that. He also gave me a hot tip on how it might be possible. And lo and behold, it was possible. Cool. All right. So that's kind of a good explanation. Uh, and, you know, just to kind of, again, confirm, basically, Sam discovered a way to use or to kind of um, access game data in a way to record what happened afterwards. And that's from game history, basically, like from user game histories, right? Is that safe to say? Is that, is that cool? It, that is, that's totally safe to say. And just to take it further, like as you're playing Hero Realms, when you scroll through your games, all those games that you can see, the games that are done that you won or you lost, it's that data. It's that same data. So that is basically what is accessible and what we are able to do is once per night, go into all of the people who have registered 
uh, who are users on Hero Realms. If you've gone in and you've signed up with your IGN or your email uh, and logged in to our website, um, we basically loop through all of our users and save that to take a snapshot of that screen, but just in data form. And that builds our database. So in we have, I think, over two or 3,000 games already logged. So we're yeah. getting really... I think we broke three. Yeah. So we have a really good body of data. Since, since the actual retail launch, we restarted yep. stuff. And, and I think we like have 3, 16 now. users right now. Only 16. 16 users. Um, and it really started with like six. So uh, many now, games. some of them have an insane amount of games. And so that's probably helping a lot. Um but yes, uh, the more people we have, the more data we have, the better our aggregate data will be, and the more we'll be able, more insights we'll be able to make. And I'm just freaking pumped, you guys! I'm so excited about it. I'm a huge data nerd. I'm really it's excited so to awesome have this data, but also excited to do the development and like bring these dashboards to life and see what ideas the community has. And then I'll probably have to, you know, be uh, a bummer and tell them I'm sorry that's not possible, but. It's fine. Bring your ideas and we'll talk about it. It's going to be great. It's so incredible. I've been using it, you know, since you guys have been developing it. And I have to say, like, I'm, I, it's so necessary for how I play and love to consume Hero Realms that I'm, I'm already taking it for granted. Like, I'm already thinking, like, it's just a natural part of the game. Like, yeah. it is such a, an essential tool and it's such an awesome way to kind of really immerse yourself into exa examining and analyzing how the game is being played. Yeah. That's, it's great. I will say one of the things that I'm excited about for it is that when we have like these discussions on Discord about, you know, how good all of the character heroes are or how good this or that build and that sort of stuff is, like, we'll actually have some data that we can, everyone can look at and see the same data. And it's all not all just like anecdotal evidence or even like one guy that tracks a thousand games of his own games and is like, well, I have actual data. Well, no, we have, you know, data from hundreds of users or whatever. Like we can, that's a lot. And that would help make those conversations a little less, uh, mm -hmm. theoretical anecdotal. Objective. Yeah. Theoretical. Yeah. It helped make them more objective. And I like that. And I will say from what Sam just, uh, touched on, I talked with Joel uh, from Wise Wizard while at Origins about this. And uh, yeah, he, he was like, sounds cool. Um, can't promise that we won't ever do stuff that will cause it to break. That's happened with uh, like Pro Star Realms before and all of that. So, you know, that's always a possibility, but like they don't have yep. a problem with it or anything. So. Yeah. And just yeah, so, so everybody knows. Yeah, so it's all trans. It's all out in the open, and it's cool with uh, Wise Wizard yeah. games, and it's game on, guys. It's awesome. So we hope you all join in. All right, uh, just continuing on here, um, Tim. Let's talk about like just the development, and without getting into too much of the trenches here, although you were really in the uh, trenches of Google Sheets, and I mean, like you were in the digital trenches. Uh, talk a little yeah. bit about the development. You know, just give it an overview. What what have you gone through so far? So, um, honestly, I knew next to nothing about, like, spreadsheets before Hero Realms. I knew, like, you could use, like, formulas and stuff in them, but I didn't know beyond basics. So, like, uh, 
my whole thing playing Hero Realms was like, oh, I can track my games in this. And so then I learned to use spreadsheets and all of this stuff. And I, I learned a lot about spreadsheets and then uh, started getting people to track with the spreadsheets and all of that. And then through the mentorship program, uh, got to know Sam fairly well, uh, mentoring him. And he was like, I have this idea. We talked about it and stuff. And I was like, yeah, 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 this, this, this will happen, whatever. And then like, he was so excited when he figured some stuff out and, and I got it really excited. And so we started working together on that stuff. And over the course of, I, it's, it's been what, like four or five months now that we've kind of really been working mm -hmm. on this. Um, and you know, it, it's not like we're working eight hours a day on this or anything. Mm -hmm. Like, although some days we spend that much <laughs> time on it. Um, <laughs> but, but, you know, as we have time, we, we, we put time into it. Um, we've put some, uh, some of our own like personal assets into, you know, server costs or this or that sort of thing. And, and that sort of stuff. Uh, but kind of how it's worked now is, Sam's kind of ha handling a lot of the the coding and programming of the app, and I've been doing a lot of the website-related stuff, and we've been kind of sharing that load and working on it. And it's coming together really well. We don't have... I mean, it's still very much like a... a I would say like a beta version of, of what mm -hmm. we want. Because we're, we're, we're using a spreadsheet to actually show you this stuff right now. And eventually we want it all to be web-based and to not have to worry about spreadsheets. So uh, that's coming. We don't know when that will be done. But we thought, hey, release just happened. There's a bunch of players that are starting to play the game. Maybe people would be interested in this. And so... We thought we'd throw it out there, get people... If you sign up now, even if you don't really use the spreadsheet much, it will at least track your games. And then once it gets to the website, yep. you can use that when you want to. So, But also, I do want to say, like, we talked about this, you know, a while back, and Matt and I, or Sam and I were talking, and then I talked with Matt here, and we were like, we should bring Sam on as part of Sparks and Rec because we kind of want this to be, like... Hey, brought to you by Sparks and Recreation. Here's a really cool project that a bunch of people can use. That's a community tool uh, from a podcast born out of the community. And so Sam, like, is we don't have like a a company or anything, but like Sam's a part of Sparks and Recreation, even though he's not a podcast host. He's the he's the you know hacker member, <laughs> junior of the hacker. We can say the hacker chief. Yeah, we've got business cards in the in the yeah. I'm <laughs> ready to be uh, printed up. <clears throat> yeah. So really good points here. Uh, one point I want to kind of underscore here is that if you want to start tracking your data, even if you don't want to look at it all the time, uh, the quicker you sign up for it, the earlier it'll start tracking your data. In other words, it won't start tracking until you sign up for it. Uh, we don't have everyone's data, right? This is this data will grow up, will start to grow as people sign up for it. But you only have to sign up for it once. You don't have to do anything after that, and it'll just continue to collect all the stuff. So it's a really cool way to track your own statistics. So if you're interested in doing that, sign up for it. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, the other point to underscore is Sam. Like he's been a huge help with all of this, spent a ton of time doing it in the trenches as well, um, spending a lot of personal time. And these guys have spent money on the uh, servers and building websites and stuff. All out of a labor of love for the community, yep. guys. 
So, um, yeah, and that's kind of why we just want to pause and talk about it because it's a huge endeavor and it's going to be really useful to the communities. Yeah. All right. So let's continue and let's kind of get into the meat of it and talk about why this is a really good way to track your info and what kind of data it tracks. All right. So Sam, give us some details. What kind of data is the Hero Helper uh, app going to track for us? My guys, let me tell you, um, this was probably the most exciting thing when I actually got my dirty mitts on the data to see what was in there. You basically have three kinds of data. If you think about them kind of as like Russian dolls. You've got your game data on the outside. And every game is played by heroes. And there are there is data about which heroes play the game. There is also data about the deck of the hero. So you've got game, hero, and deck. The three layers of fun that we get to work with. Game data is basically, again, which players played the game at the IGN level, your in-game name. So at Agency 13 versus at Scrap Force, right? Who won the game? The inventory for each player, which is interesting, I don't think relevant yet, but could become relevant in the future where we could see, you know, if you have how many gems you have or what packages you bought or blah, 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 blah. Um, there is the final score, which score for the purpose of Hero Realms is the health. So winning player versus losing player, what the winning player's health was, how negative the losing player's health was. Uh, and then game type, PvP, co-op, challenge, etc. So that's like what you have at that game level. Now, when you go to the next level, you have the hero data. And the hero data contains what character you actually used. So I've got a character named Sam Busy. I always use that IGN and, and something, some kind of a name. So my fighter, Sam Busy, played this particular game. And it's tracked at the ID level. So this, my friends, is a snapshot. You might prestige that guy. You might change your build, whatever, whatever. This is a snapshot in time. When you played that game, this is what hero you had and what how they were set up. So we have that character. We have the level and rank and prestige points of that character at that level in time uh, and what your starting health is. So we actually even know if you took that health upgrade or you didn't take the health upgrade, right? Really cool. Now, the next level, the innermost level, deck data. And this is my where I'm probably most excited, but it's also where it's the hardest to extract and make stuff for. So we have it. We don't actually have this data yet, but we have it. It's all saved. We just have to build dashboards for you. Deck data contains the actual build. So it says what items you have selected, and it says what skills you have selected as you have progressed through your character tree which is really cool. That means that not only can we say the cleric versus the thief, this is the win rate when you compare them, but you can also say that a uh, soul cleric versus a boots thief has this kind of an outcome versus this build versus this build versus this build, all the different combinations of builds. You can see it mm -hmm. uh, at every level uh, in every combination. So please give us some time to figure out how the heck we're going to even display that visually so it makes sense. But... You get the idea it's going to be there and it's going to be freaking awesome. And I'm really excited. And that's probably the thing I'm like most happy about is we have this data and we'll be able to eventually use it again. Even if it's only a limited time, mm -hmm. we have it for right now. And we can there's tons of insights that we can get just from having this sample size that we have already of 3000. So join us, hero, uh, hero-helper.com 
sign up, get some data, and get to winning. Yep. All right. Good stuff. Um, the build character build stuff is going to be uh, so much fun too when that finally I know that's further down the line and that's kind of a future idea but the possibilities are really uh, staggering it's going to be so much fun and already what's there already is basically everything else that you mentioned so yep. uh, you can just see so much really finely curated and uh, dissected and uh, really um, finely tunable um, analytics that's just yeah I mean what's so much fun now is I love it is awesome. What's in the sheet already that Tim already put together is awesome. And that's kind of, mm -hmm. I mean, you could probably consider that like a proof of concept for what's going to go in the dashboard. We'll, right. I'm sure we'll tweak it and change things as needed, right. but um, it's amazing. So so we, we do have some fun stuff in there as well that shows like, oh, this is the person you played against the most. Uh, this is the person that you've beat the most or that you've lost to the most. Uh, I noticed somebody shared a little bit of some screenshots on the Discord from it, um, <laughs> even though we were trying to keep it a little secret for a little bit longer. So there's a little leak out there of it. So uh, you'll be able to see all that. You'll see the most uh, players you've played the most, how many games you've played with each character, all of that stuff. And you can see stats by level, by class, by character all that info is great. And then we'll have like an aggregate overall, you know, cleric versus this or that and everything. So it's overall so much data. Every, all games yeah. played. Yeah. So much and data. So it's a, it's a lot more than like the, the, the star realms stat tracker that they have an app where it tells you, you played this many arena games, you won this many and lost this many, you played this many challenges, blah, 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 and which is great to have even that. Yeah. But we have so much more than that out of this. And it's, as somebody that loves that stuff, it's really exciting. Yep. Well, and you can even get the, I think you, you've got screenshots up on the um, the website. So if you go to Hero Helper and just uh -huh. check out the, you can kind of see what data you can see. And it should be pretty we'll, good. We'll add a little, I think there's just one up there right now. We'll add a couple more here shortly. Yep. Yeah, that's a good point, actually, Matt. We should, we should tell people that if you go to Hero Helper, sign up then basically the next step is go to the quick start link and it'll give you instructions on how to access the sheet and get started so that's that's the way to to make it to make it to make it juice to make it do it to do yeah uh, it takes a, a few clicks basically and you're all set yeah and it, it's completely secure we don't store any passwords or anything and just to hope ho some people might be listening to this and like damn this is sounding like a commercial the way we're, we're spinning this thing. This is a passion project that we spend a ton of time on and we would love people to make it use uh, to make use of it, you know? So that's why we're really passionate about it. Again, it's totally free. You guys will benefit from using it uh, and it should be really fun for the community. So please check it out. Uh, these guys have put a ton of time into it and uh, reap the, reap the benefits of their hard work because it's really, it's a really fun way to enjoy it. Okay, uh, we've got a few more things to touch on here, and then we'll wrap up the main segment, uh, segment here. But, um, Tim, we, you already mentioned, you alluded to this, I think, in the intro, but maybe you can give us just a quick idea of how the data we look at can help us to improve our game and actually get better at playing Hero Realms. 
So, so at least the way that I look at the stuff is, uh, I can look at all this data and I, I've tried to break it down in the kind of spreadsheet, which we will be getting away from, but we'll have the same data on the site that you can do stuff with. And so you can say, oh, hey, if I'm testing out a different build for a character class, I can see how it performs against the other classes or other builds. I can see how uh, this class performs at this specific level. So if, I, if I'm playing something like an HRPC tournament in the community where the minimum level is level three, but you can play at any level. If I'm like, I want my best chance with my wizard, I'm going to play it at level seven and I'm going to have one level just for that. You'll have that data and you can see that stuff. And so like, there's ways to like, see all you, you just see all this data and you can analyze, Oh, well this performs the best here. This build does the best there. And I mean, one thing that it won't do is it won't quantify how much fun you have playing the game. But I mean, to me, looking at the data and analyzing it is part of the fun. So like there, there, there's, it's just really exciting. And, and like, like Matt said, this, this isn't meant to be a commercial. This is meant to be, we've been working on this a really long time. We're excited about it and we want to share it with everybody. Uh, and this is something just like Sparks and Recreation uh, and any of the stuff that I do for the community, like I, I don't ever expect to make any money with anything or any of that. Like my whole point is to give with my passion to the community. So that's what we're doing here. Um, is just sharing our passion and stuff that we've worked on to help the community. And if anybody's interested in it, here's the thing you can do. Well, and honestly, if if people see this and they get excited about it, one, if anybody ever wants to help with it, we'll gladly accept help from other people to uh, help us work on it. Yep. And two, like ideas on things that can be implemented in the future. We will, we will take suggestions and we will work on stuff. I mean, we can't guarantee anything, but we have ideas, but when you get a, a big group of people that start brainstorming a bunch of things, like there's a lot of ideas that this other person may come up with that none of us have thought of. Mm -hmm. So definitely. Yeah. We've all added our, you know, I, I don't want to take any credit at all for this because I've just basically been submitting data, uh, but I'm in like the group chats and everything for it. And I'll, most of it's just like Greek language, just, you know, spinning by me on the screen. But once in a while, I'll chime in and be like, hey, how about what if we do this? Or what? Like, what I'm trying to say is they're really open to input. And sometimes you can have insight or ideas to help kind of think about how the data is being viewed mm -hmm. and used and everything. It's been such a such a fun ride to uh, to be even as a small part of that uh, from, yeah. from my standpoint. Okay, we're going to wrap this up. We've got... Uh, one final thing here, Tim, I know we've got uh, some play testers or, you know, testers who have helped us uh, get Hero Helper up and running. Do you got to, you want to give a quick, quick shout out to some of the people who've helped us out? So just to kind of start off, um, well, Jigma Lingpa, Scrap Force, mm. Double Dubs, um, Game Freak, 701, Myself and Decat says meow were like the original testers on the spreadsheet that was gathering stuff and kind of transferred over to Hero Helper, and then uh, just recently we we started almost like a soak test where it's like let's get a bunch more people 
not a bunch, but at least a few more people and see, make sure it handles, you know, a bigger load. And so we've got what rucksack, uh, noodle tulpe, um, Zembu, I think. Who else did we get? Androsers in there. In there. Uh, I, Godfather joined us. Androsers in there. I talked to a couple people at Origins. So, like, uh, uh, who did I talk to? Uh, Agent Seto, Silent Owl, some some of the like players that were playing Hero Realms and stuff there, uh, told them about this stuff. Uh, Ninja Nin, the Nine Inch Ninja, is kind of his nickname in Star Realms. Uh, great Star Realms player was at, talking to me. He's on my dodgeball team for Star Realms, and we were talking about some stuff. And I was like, he's starting to get into Hero Realms. He loves data, so I got him in to do it. And and I know there's a few more. I can't. I didn't talk to everybody. I know Sam and uh, some we're other slowly expanding for people folks, who are but... interested and who, who are kind of active on the Discord and play a lot of games. Got... You know. And actually, who did I forget, Sam? I got a two to shout out on top of that as uh, Birdlaw. Yeah, yes, he's, he's involved in it. And then my dear brother Ben Pars, who is not on the Discord, but I want to get him. Dude is like, he's like the. I mean, he's not. I, I didn't I know that was your brother. He's Wait, good. And what's, he hasn't what's his IGN? Like, he hasn't what's read his IGN? a damn article. I'm kind of mad at him. Ben Pars. Ben Pars. Carrying around an 80% win rate. Not a high sample size yet. All right. And if we if we got forgot anybody, you know, thank you to everybody. A Daily 23 joined in recently. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Noodle, I think you mentioned, right? Uh, I, I think I think you got everybody. That, that's in it. If we missed you, yep. sorry. Uh, however, by the time you hear this, uh, guys, realize it's open. Like you can um, access the site, Hero Helper, hero-helper.com. Sign up. And um, sign up and start accessing all the stuff immediately. Now, remember, once you start, once you sign up, that's when it'll start tracking. So it won't like access your past stuff. Although I think it will actually access the stuff that's in your game history at the moment in the app. That basically sums things up. Um, we will continue moving on with the show and wrap up the main focus here. Thanks, everybody. Give www.hero-helper.com a try, everybody. Heroes helping heroes. No more, comma, win more. <laughs> This is my boomstick. Welcome to Card Talk. Everyone's favorite segment of our show. Which is awesome because I love the pun in the name. So uh, let's get on with it today. We are going to talk about uh, our favorite champions in the game. So uh, that's the cards we're going to talk about <laughs> all right so, so the rules are what are the rules like two per person two champs or like let's say two and one honorable mention that sounds good to me okay pick your two favorite champs and the one that you love but that really isn't one of your favorites yeah and this sense? isn't like a ranking who we think are the best champions these, it's these the are ones we like favorites yeah our favorite champion okay 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 fair. well i mean uh, if you guys are on the Discord channel, there was one <laughs> fateful night. I, I 
and it was like two in the morning. I have no idea why I was on the Discord channel, but Tim was talking about how Liss, I don't even, Liss the Vampire? Liss the, what's the actual card name? I don't know. But the Unseen or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. The scary, right. I mean, Liss is literally eating a, 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 a corpse. like Feasting a, on flesh. Yeah. The card is terrifying. And so I went on, if anyone has, I have a PDF that I've scanned uh, that I've even improved for Birdlaw. Another shout out for Birdlaw, who also helped kind of prompted this. He's hilarious and I love him. Uh, but I have a PDF of uh, Lister, the Grillmaster. And so I have to say Lis is my favorite, but also this nice cross, as I've, co- as I've uh, coined it, a variant of Lis is my absolute favorite champion. Uh, to his own credit, uh, Lis the unseen or whatever the actual card itself is pretty damn good. I mean, uh, decent amount of guard. Plus you get that scrap. Great card to pick up. Um, would it be the first choice if I had to choose in a row of my favorite? Probably not. But as far as what we've outlined, it's definitely my favorite for sentimental reasons. Uh, I, I mean, the set. It's, when you think about champions for me and you think about the best ones you go to the seven to eight cost champions in my mind of course um and so i think my favorite of those would be tyranor grac or torgan which are the two wilds eight and seven um tyranor for two scraps like holy shit if you just get that out and you can scrap two cards and it's killed like just that is awesome for a turn on top of it if you have another red you get a draw that's insane uh, so that's amazing, but Grack is great with the cycling ability, and uh, Torgan giving a discard is is huge. And of course, the those two wild cards just got a very healthy amount of damage and also an insane amount of guard too. I think they're the strongest guards in the deck. So, as far as like if I could buy them, that's probably what I would go for. Um, I, I love the nice cross, by the way, and just to do the stupid explanation for everybody because we've got some new listeners here. The red yeah. faction is called the Necros faction and they have kind of the scariest artwork. So yep. hence Sam's suggestion to change it to nice cross and replace nice it with, uh, and if awesome. we have, uh, if we have the ability in the future, then maybe there will even be like some sort of like a steam mod where we can do the nice cross cards. So you can play with your kids. That was the, like, like I mentioned, that was the original motivation is that Tim's daughters were afraid of the cards. And so he needed a modification. So yeah. So I did that and it was my favorite thing in the world. It's great. I'll be sure to add, we'll add a picture of a uh, list, the, uh, or uh, nice burger list, list to burger list, list to the, um, the show notes as well so be on the lookout for that and sammy if you have a updated like a high res version that you have i'll share it with me please yep i got it it's coming your way buddy all right um tim why don't you go next i'll go last okay well uh sam took tyranor that i championed early on when everybody was uh saying wasn't really that good so i'm not going to talk about him i'm going to talk about uh broline uh, Broline, please don't take my hand. Uh, I know it's not pronounced that way, but that's another Discord thing that, like, I love it. I, I, I love the art on that card too, by the way. And so, like, that's one of the things I just really like the art 
it's a, it's a good card, a good champion. I mean, a little situational at times, but uh, really like uh, Broline. Uh, I have to love the the wizard's cat familiar because I love cats, and that is the cat in the game. And honestly, I I I love that one. So, so really, probably Broline and the Cat Familiar are my two favorites, and uh, I don't nice. really That's have a good a, another one. Now, I, I, you know, I, I'm a wizard fanatic. I love all things about the wizard. I, of course, love the cat. It's a great, great starting card. But does it make me a bad person, Tim, when I take? There's a small part of me that rejoices whenever I sacrifice. Uh, it does. It, it my, my hurts cat. me inside every time a wizard sacrifices his cat. There's like a little. Just saying. Does your it's the do you right get like call. a twitch in your neck? Every, it's it's the right call, but like, <laughs> I I literally cringe every time I do it. You Tim's also ears talk- start ringing every time I sacrifice my my cat familiar. Matt, uh, that's why I have tinnitus. Your, uh, <laughs> your preference for sacrificing a specific. Uh, what are those guys called? The number one, the the one strength guards when you're a cleric. You the followers? The one. followers. Yeah, you always sacrifice the guy that's like... The kneeling, kneeling one, down. yeah. Well, he's already got his, his neck his neck uh, <laughs> ready for, for, for the strike. So You've got to like the pull the weak. Pull I did not out. know give that. Me, that's hilarious. Give that me the follower cool. who has his swords ready to go and he's ready to fight. This kneeling guy. All right, you're the first. You're the first to be cut, bud. Uh, anyways, I'm ruthless. I'm ruthless with my starting cards. Uh, I do have my uh, honorable mention. Can I say that? Oh yeah. Okay. Well, let's do honorable mentions last. We'll do those last. Okay. I'll save it. We'll go each of us because I don't think um, Sam did his either. Uh, Mine is easy. I didn't really have to think about it. It's Varric. He is my homie. He is the king of combos. There are games where he's absolute garbage for sure, and you can safely ignore him. But there's other games where he will just uh, unlock a realm of unlimited potential. Uh, with the crazy, he's got some abs too. So, <laughs> does he? Okay, uh, <laughs> okay. Well, and he's got killer abs apparently. Uh, no, like just Tom the fun Cruise stuff you can do. He's like Tom Cruise in Interview with the Vampire Man. Yeah. Sex. Okay. <laughs> wow. All right. This is going to directions that I was not into. Do you not look at the card art when you play this game, Matt? I really don't. Uh, not anymore. <laughs> I, I play so quickly. Okay. I don't really c- consume much content anymore uh, in terms of the visuals. I, I love the artwork, though. Don't get me wrong. Um, no, Varric's fun, and I won't choose a second one because I'll say just pair him with basically any uh, Necros champion, and he you activate his draw, and you can activate their other. He works great with Rayla, even the uh, cult priest. He works with even the um, is it Tyranor is your favorite to go with him though? If oh. you can get Tyranor, of course, oh, yeah. No. Like that's just it's already game over. Everybody loves Tyranor now. Yeah, no, Tyranor's great. Of course, I will it's say really, I've been really digging. I, I wish. She- there was some guard there, but uh, the seven cost, I don't know his the name. The vampire? Krythos? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that one. That one. And like yeah. six damage. And a no, seven no, cost. I, I, yeah. I used to look at him in lists and I'd be like, wow, like it, it costs one more, gives you more damage, but like not a guard, you know, all of that. It's a, it's a non guard champion and yeah. some of that. I was like, uh, but like. Wizard likes lists better for that reason. For the, yeah. Like the but guard. like. The da- like the difference between four damage and six damage is huge. Yeah, it can make like a difference. four damage won't take out like a fighter's 
veteran oh, shield bearer. It's a breaking point for sure. But it's that fight. You need five damage or more. And so, like, I think that one extra cost to cost in seven just slam dunk. Like, so it's good. Nice. Okay. All right. So, Tim, is that your honorable mention then? No. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you already used it up. Sorry. All right. Tim's turn is done. No, just kidding. All right, Tim, we'll, we'll start with you. Who is your honorable mention? My honorable mention is Rayla, the end week. Uh, okay, good. Yeah, she's great. Uh, I, yeah. I love the alternate art card that is in the digital game. And uh, I don't know why, but the name Rayla is really cool. Um, I just Rayla. Like Got me on my <laughs> knees. Rayla. Yes. Song number Megan two. I'm, I'm going to write these songs and get somebody to sing them because I can't sing. We'll just use the piano outro for her. Sparks and Rec. Oh my God, Rayla. How did I not think of that song? This is Music Now or whatever, like that that series. But this is Sparks Hero Realms. <laughs> this is Hero Realms. Hot two. This is Sparks and Recreation, me. guys. This number is, 23. This is Sparks and Recreation, where, where we combine memes, Hero Realms, and pop culture all in one, guys. It's, it's a smorgasbord of entertainment. It's a smorgasbord. Um, Sammy, let's go to you next. Who's your honorable mention for for uh, champion? Uh, first, I want to say I'm I'm very disappointed that Tim didn't choose the cat familiar as his honorable mention because I mean that was one know. of my two picks. It was one of his top ones. Oh, okay. Well, I obviously have a terrible memory and wasn't li- and, listening. Or, and or wasn't listening. Tim, he's like, all right, Tim's talking. Tune out. I can do other stuff. I right, know exactly. how it is. Exactly. <laughs> That's yeah, what all the listeners do too. So I talk to him all the time. Whatever. Uh, okay. Well, now I'm an idiot. Great. Awesome. Now that we don't worry, that, Sam. I'm not cutting any of this out later. So that's worry. fine. That's fine. Uh, let the world know. Uh, my shame should be shown. Uh, so my honorable mention. I honestly wasn't 100% prepared for it because I had kind of prepared like my favorite combos of heroes. But I still think within that combo, there is a there's a guy that's very similar kind of to Varric, um, which is Rasmus the Smuggler. And if you can get a good guild deck going with mm-hmm. Rasmus, his two gold and his ability to top deck anything. I love it. Now, I mean, think about Super Rasmus. Thematic. Yeah, also true. Very thematic. But think about too, like Rasmus plus Deception. You can take a card to hand and then also top deck a card and draw a card. Like, holy jeebers. It can be so fun (laughs) to play. It is. You're welcome for my radio edits. As as Birdlaw likes to call it, the Blue Man Group. Yeah, (laughs) if if you get the Blue Man Group going for sure. And I mean, like, there's, there's some hate on Bribe. Um, it has its place, and I understand where people are coming from. It's a huge card that's not scrappable, and yeah, I got you. But no, if you can I get like that, that going in the mix, too, like getting your great. actions you to the top guild. of the deck, getting yeah. heroes to the top of the deck, drawing stuff, dude, it's fun. It's just fun to play it. Nice choice. That was actually my choice, and now you're making me pivot last second here. But yeah, Rasmus is awesome, and I undervalued him earlier uh, mm-hmm. in like the first stage of my game playing this. I didn't think he was bad, but I didn't real didn't realize how good he is. Uh, in fact, all economy producing champs are pretty good, especially like the two economy ones. Um, yeah, the wizard guy, the Miros, the guild mage who gives mm-hmm. three is is tantalizing, but he's just so easy to kill that. Um, yeah, he's not as, as strong as the other one. Stun. I like his. Yeah. I like that you can uh, faction four damage out of him too. But but like you said, it's like really hard to keep him alive. Yeah, 
Unless you're a steel cleric. I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do for my honorable mention is give Arcus a little love because he gets crapped on a lot and, you know, deservedly so because he's the worst eight cost uh, card, you know, not even champion, but eight cost card, but, but he's still awesome. He's good. And I've won games with him, especially if you can, if you're going heavy um, Imperial and you have the ability to uh, restand your heroes. I'm sorry. It's not called restand them. It's called um, ready your heroes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And you can, uh, if you can get like two or three draws out of Arcus and do like 10, 15 damage. I mean, that's like game basically right there. So, you know what? Like Arcus gets a lot of crap for being the worst eight cost card, but honestly I will pick Arcus in a lot of situations over even like firebomb or Tyranor or whatever. Like it happens all the, it happened to me in a couple of games today where I picked Arcus first because of how my deck was coming together. Like in a vacuum, he may be the worst, but there are times Mm -hmm. he's a better choice than any of the others. So I I have a game. I just played the turn today before joining the pod. And basically I had, uh, it was a Ranger game. I had my, my quiver in my hand. Uh, and I had Rasmus and a prophet and I was able to get enough. And on the, the row, there was Arcus. I, I had a, um, a taxation too. And so I had all that out and it was Arcus or Torgan. And I chose Arcus because I could take Arcus top deck, draw him, get 12 health and an additional draw. It was like a no brainer. So it's yeah. not, you know, it's always situational, right? So you got to take what the best play is for the time and i'm very happy to have that on my my uh it's not really your row whatever your 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 dugout if you will your (laughs) your your bullpen he's he's chilling out there protecting me with a shield worth six damage which is great Mm -hmm. yeah it's that's a good point. They're deployed, or what? I always say they're deployed. Whatever yeah. they are. Yeah, Arcus yeah. is great. Not only is he a dragon, he is a dragon with a giant breastplate on. Which they, they are closing is... ranks out there. Is what they're doing. Yeah. Oh, they're they are closing <laughs> ranks. Ooh, nice stamp. Closing. Let's just put a stamp on that right there. Nicely done. <laughs> okay, uh, that kind of wraps up our car talk for this time. Um, next, we're heading into the build lab. Why should you build such a thing? Welcome to the Build Lab. This is everyone's second favorite segment. And today we are going to talk about fighter builds. And because uh, I mentored Sam... And I wrote some articles on the fighter, and Sam really wanted to play fighter. We're going to have him talk about fighter builds. So tell us uh, your favorite fighter build and kind of your thoughts on that, Mr. Sam Busy. And I am going to analyze how you talk about this. And if you don't say the right stuff, uh, I won't be your mentor anymore. So I'm. I'm very nervous Pressure. right now <laughs> about about the situation. If there's anyone out there that's accepting applications, uh, I might need you. Just let talk, me know. Talk to Double Dubs. He's going to be doing the mentor program now. So, ah, yes. Nice. Thank you, Double Dubs. You're awesome. Uh, okay, so uh, I think 
part of the reason that I do like the fighter is that it's very straightforward and it's fun for me to, to be able to just Zerg rush people mm-hmm. and to get my hand and know pretty much what I'm going to do. So the fighter has some really awesome abilities, but as we know, the economy of the fighter is really kind of limited. But I have a hard time buying anything that's worth like five, like five gold is you're lucky to get five gold, right? That's kind of the max most of the time. Yeah. If you get six, you're extremely lucky. Um, And so what that means a lot of times is that you're using uh, a lot of fire gems and the cards that are that are in your hand. Right. Uh, So with that said, um, my preferred upgrade path is one getting shoulder bash to four damage with your first three levels where you can actually start to choose what your upgrades are. That's number one. And and also for the new listeners, um, when you play a challenge, you get kind of down leveled. And this was something that, that bit me the first couple of times I prestiged, uh, or the, when there was a like game reset in beta and you were able to just like upgrade your character right then. So if they were, if they do, a a feature where yes, you can buy like a character reset or whatever. Be careful about how you up, upgrade your character because if you down level when you play, then that's what your build will be. So getting shoulder bashed up to four is number one priority. The next step that you should do is upgrade your health. If you get in a, a like, I think it's level eight. If you get in a level eight battle with someone and you have that health upgrade shoulder bash and they don't have the health upgrade, and they have like, let's say they went to, to 10 damage with their devastating blow, whatever that version of it is. Instead, you have a big advantage. Uh, and then next, you would update your devastating blow uh, to the 12 damage. So finish out that tree. Um, for the items, I like seasoned shield bearer. So five, the, upgrading the three damage guard to five damage. The rallying flag and the jagged spear. I like... Rallying Flag and Season Shield Bear just because they're a little less situational. I got to say, the Jagged Spear for me is a no-brainer. Like, the axe is okay. But, dude, the Jagged Spear has won so many games. And in so many of those mirror matches, it comes down to who gets their spear first if you both have it. Yeah. Like, point blank. And that that was really apparent when we had the uh, HRPC Fighter Championships. And, like, it really did come down to, like, if you got... One of those uh, Imperial cards that gave you damage and health, or if you got your Jagged Spear in your first pull on like the third or fourth shuffle reshuffle, that was it. You, you win the game. So that's it. There are some off builds. Uh, I do like the Sharpening Stone draw. Um, if you go that way, make sure you take the Scythe. But I think the the most viable oh. build for Fighter is is the one that I've just kind of outlined there. Yeah, uh, I would say Sam, you get an A. You 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 remembered the right information for the fighter. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Thanks for teaching for, me. <laughs> that's the test. But uh, I totally enjoy the new what is it, whirling blow mm-hmm. build. Um, I still keep the uh, shoulder crush to four mm-hmm. damage, but one of the things that it does is it, it gives you that chance to build that economy early. And it changes the way that you play the fighter quite a bit. And I find it a lot of fun. I've done a little experimenting. I think it's definitely better against clerics, a little worse against the rest of the field to some extent. I don't know how much, though. So it's it's one of those, like, 
depending on how many clerics you see when you're playing, maybe maybe it's worth trying that out too. But uh, I think you you set like the the this is the the fighter build, and there's a little leeway here and there with stuff. But yeah, do you take the same yeah. items with that build, Tim? Um, it just no, kind of depends. I think you take the axe with that one, right? You take the season she bound bear and the axe is the way to go. Um, I have, I've, that's how I built that's mine. still anyway. experimenting. It, de- it depends if, if you're, if you're really going anti-cleric, you would take the double bladed yeah. axe. Yep. I just, I just love the reach of the jagged spear. So I'd probably still take that. The spear is um, great. I'm not saying, yeah, like it's one yeah, of the it, best upgrades, most powerful. Either upgrades. of those would be an all right option, especially if you're trying to go a little more anti-cleric. If you go with the helm, the yeah. uh, the yeah. axe and the season shield bear are great because then your opponent will try to buy uh, guards to keep them away from you, which just beefs up your yeah. Your yep. axe. Now, and you could argue that, and you could argue that the middle, not the shoulder crush, but the middle one. I I'm sorry for not knowing the name of it, where you can expend one yeah. champion. It might be better for that build, but. It's so harder to so much harder to activate your uh, throwing axe when you drop down to three damage with that yeah. crush. That I, I hate it, so I always stick with those, yep. those four. Yeah, shoulder crush. Whenever I've gone off the crush, it's just like, man, I know I could do four damage every turn, and it is. And you I just miss good. that that yeah. throwing axe by one. You know, you get yeah, to yeah. six damage instead of that one. So exactly. Now, one thing that I that I was kind of thinking when when you were talking about your alternate build, Tim, was like, if you think of the one, like, I think with Ranger and with Thief, they have a fairly high health threshold for their bonus uh, ability, uh-huh. right? With clo- cloak or bracers, or it, now if you're playing a boots Thief, no, but if you're but with Shadow Mask, which is more popular right now, at least. Boots is like thanks to the cat's dominance has really gotten more popular. But if you're playing one of those builds, I think that you would want to go with devastating blow because you can get people below that threshold faster. Right. In all their situations, I think you'd have fairly good chance of making that whirling blow build um, go. I haven't played with it much myself because I've just been focusing on releveling it's now and I'm going with my my preferred same. build first. So I haven't got to play with it that much. But I do have a second fighter. Fire Jim is his name. Wasn't the first. I did think about it independently, I will say. But someone, I did see someone in beta with it first, but they barely play, and so I stole it. I'm sorry, whoever that is. If you're listening, I'm sorry I stole it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That That's okay. Somebody stole my cleric. cleric. No one has stolen my uh, Angelina Holy yet. Uh, that one's pretty funny. <laughs> that I, made I like me that laugh. How, how about, how about a dual brainer? Jason but Priestley he, was amazing. Yeah, I Jason did. Priestley. I That's that. just his name. I like I like Dual Brenner. Although he's such an old actor that most people it probably goes over most people's heads. Like, oh, I got like it. Dual. I haven't seen him though. Yeah. Dual Brenner is up there. I had one more. You're playing. There's a Dual Brenner is a fighter. No, no, no. You're you're Angelina Holy's a cleric with your ranger, and I'm pretty sure. Oh, Bruce Killis. Yeah, Bruce Killis. It's a diehard reference, it, well, which is a Bruce Willis reference, but yeah. Bruce Killis is a good one. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> it was a good oh, one. Gosh. I like that a lot. May you run into them in the uh, Realms so, uh, async matchups, listeners. So so we've talked about, you know, fighter builds, this and that sort of stuff. Uh, oh. Good deal. Sam has a little mystery segment for us. 
And I don't even know what to call us. So here you go, Sam. Host us, buddy. I even have intro music for it, which you guys are going to have to listen through my speakers. So you guys just prepare your butts. Things are about to get kind of fun. You ready? Who let the pot out? 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 Yes, that is right, my listeners. It is time for Who Let the Pot Out, where we play a game with Matt Jigmalenkpa Riggs and Tim Agency 13 McKenzie, where we talk about five suggestions for the pod. These are humorous suggestions. They're not necessarily bad, but I have no expectation for them to take these suggestions and implement them. Uh, but they're fun food for thought. So after each suggestion, the way the game will work is that Tim and Matt will then choose their current favorite after each idea is read, presented, pitched to them, if you will. And uh, they will kind of keep a tally and they can you know, argue about which one's best and why it's best and blah, 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 blah. So, all right, again, there are five suggestions. They are either a segment or a feature. And uh, depending on the suggestion, I may specify a format. Okay, so maybe it's for Sounds like a game show that we're playing. Yeah, basically, this is a game show for you guys, built for you by me from the place of love that I have in my heart. So, number one is number one is a feature, and I've called it Soundboard. You already alluded to this earlier in a chat, but if you guys had a soundboard, man, it would be hilarious. So, Some ideas for sounds. We could have Tim saying, that's not my favorite. We could have air horns with the Ambroser shout out. Uh, Every voiceover sound effect in the game could possibly be used. One of my favorite ones that I was just playing yesterday with the sound on, so I don't have a huge bank built up yet. But if you've played against the female ranger, when they do a track, they're like, ah, which one of these can I use? It's almost like a female Mario. Mario. It sounds like Dude, Luigi. Yeah. Okay. It's kind Mario. of like if, it's a if me. Instead of it's Mario. A Mario. <laughs> instead of Mario being uh, like a 35-year-old mustachioed Italian plumber, if Mario was like a babushka Eastern European plumber <laughs> that was your grandmother, that would be it. 100%. Uh, also, and this is, again, a shout out to uh, Birdlaw, who helped me think of some of these. He, he workshopped it with me a little bit. You also could have uh, like a sound to indicate a triggered event, like an award or an Oscar or a golden buzzer if you've seen Who's Got Talent. So you could give like, ooh, best take or funniest moment or speaker of the pod, which is kind of like player of the game kind of awards as you go. Hit the button and man. And it'd be a special thing like, oh, Matt just gave his take of the pod. Wah, wah, wah. Good for exactly. Tip to the price exactly is right. Exactly like that. On that one. Exactly like that. That was the one Although, I was thinking of. <laughs> that's a very good one for sure. So uh, without further ado, we are now to the ranking section. There was only one so far, but please give me your take on soundboard a feature huge two thumbs up on the soundboard i i love the soundboard um i mean we already kind of 
we 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 yeah. have i can do it easily I, I actually have some lined up which you, i think you just heard one um yeah. we we already kind of do this in some of our segment intros we have some sound bites in there that are from random uh, pop culture yeah culture it'd, it'd just be like. more more throughout the podcast i like that idea i love it all yeah. right uh huge thumbs up from plus me. then i can go down the google soundboard hole and just uh okay segment or number two sorry number two is a segment <clears throat> and I have coined this Hero Jam. Now, Hero Jam could work really on stream or on the pod, okay? Hero, Gam- <laughs> Hero, Gam- Hero Jam is a Hero Realms-themed game where it's kind of like categories. You can't say the name of the card, right? But you take a hero and you become the hero, right? So you have to kind of describe yourself and take on that persona and then you take an action card and you have to get people to say so like let's say matt was playing tim would have to guess what hero is he what action is he describing and you would kind of give scenarios where you were explaining oh i'm this hero and duh like if you were Liz, you'd be like i'm gonna eat your face and then if you had the deception card and i'm gonna like trick you or something like that i'm just like thinking about what you would say about the uh seduction card in the blue deck i think that would be amazing uh acting out people like torgan or whatever you'd have to become an orc it'd be hilarious so hero jam one point if you guess the hero one point if you guess the action three points if you guess both and you get a time i haven't decided if it's one or two minutes yet but you get a time (laughs) Where are you guys at now? We've got a feature of the soundboard or the Hero Jam segment. Okay, well, here's my response to the Hero Jam. Crickets. <laughs> That's not a good response. That is not a good response, I, okay, my friend. So, so, so th- this would be something that would be like a, like... <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought, I, I thought like you're like you didn't grease your bicycle. No, I, th- I like, thought it was like a little uh, audio ta- cassette tape that like was squeaking. Right. Like they used to do that back in the it's day. Like rewinding or fast yeah, forwarding. Yeah, or something. yeah, that's what I thought it was. I was like, what the heck? Um, this would be much better on a stream than on a podcast. <laughs> so you could on a so, stream, you could incorporate. Yeah, you could do, you could do a game with with it on stream or whatever. Like that that could be something. I don't know that I'll ever do it on stream. No, I like it. It's interesting. And the crickets was just me actually implementing the soundboard um, idea already. Oh, beautiful. So. You, you know, the well, soundboard's going to happen regardless of what anybody else thinks because you just gave Matt the okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, it's good. This is the point of the game to have some debate and to give your feedback. I love it. Okay. Number three segment. Now, this one is going to be live stream or YouTube only. And I have named it affectionately after the uh, Ranger ability Snapshot. This is a segment that is inspired by Simon from SNL, if you guys remember that, where Tim or Matt must make a drawing of a card from memory only. Oh, God. Then hold up the drawing, tell a fictional story about the drawing, and then compare it to the real card. At that point, the results can be posted to social medias, so that we can either laugh or be in awe of your drawing ability. Uh, 
And also, community submissions are welcome, and not only welcome, but strongly, strongly encouraged. So listeners, if you would like to make a drawing, pair that with a story. Please, please do that for us. Is that a squirrel? That's what it is. It's a squirrel. It's not crickets. <laughs> it's, it's Yeah, that's it's, obviously it's not crickets, crickets on that idea. Because that idea is amazing. <laughs> so good. So, no, actually, so these both of these sound like great like party games like if we're doing a, yeah. especially if we get like tim said if we can use video and stuff or like be together and do it yeah. freaking awesome. if if, oh, if, yes. if, if you guys come to origins or a convention like that we'll pull these games out and we'll play like we could yeah. like at a bar like if we conglomerated yeah. it at a bar and did this while consuming some bevies <laughs> that would be freaking that would awesome. be a lot now, of fun. now now these get like oh, two huge thumbs up but for an audio pod getting the pod out wait Matt, I did specify this was only for streaming. Oh, my bad. So my please, bad. Okay. My please bad. do not, to, please not defecate upon my idea. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't defecate's going a little hard. It was more. I was probably more <laughs> urinating on it than defecating on it. But, all right. Okay. Now, fair. Now you we've taken. on it, guys. We have we have taken Mixing. a turn for the worse here, guys. All right. Let's bring it back. Bring it back. Um, keep going though, Sammy. These are great ideas. What else do you got? Let's just, let's keep keep all it rolling. Right. So far, soundboard's number one. Two more. I am cracking my knuckles because I'm feeling very accomplished. This is a raging success. Okay, now this one is also inspired by SNL, also inspired by commentary in the Discord. But very similar to Deep Thoughts by Jack. But this one is called Deep Rots in in honor of the card and the Necros faction. And it is... Scraps from your mind. So you come up with Hero Realms-based anecdotes to live or not live by. Uh, And that, my friends, is the whole idea, but there's a lot of room for whatever your your imagination can think of. And I think it could be extremely funny. And you could just write your own stuff. All right, give us an... Do you have an example? Have I thought of a deep thought? I have not thought of a deep thought. (laughs) And I don't think I can improv one that's actually funny. Okay. Thing. Right. So I, but, I am going to scare rounds. you a groan and not try to improv one. Like that okay. would have been smart to like, do. Like, please don't sacrifice my cat familiar. I don't care if you're a wizard. No, Even better, like, example. please don't sacrifice example. my cat wizard. I was going to eat it later for dinner or something like that. Like, I'm thinking like it's kind of, you know, like deep thoughts are kind of edgy, right? Okay. All right. Well, like um, you know, we'll see. We do have a meme channel on the Discord where some of the stuff, not this exactly, but we, there are. I've made a few Hero Realms uh, memes. Okay. Let's. All right. Now, I will say, shout out to Nivik because he was giving some kind of. De- I made a couple of Nivik deep thought memes uh, recently on Discord because he was giving some. Nice. Shout out, shout out to Nivik. That's amazing. Shout out to him. All right. All right. So, so far we have. The feature of the soundboard, which is obviously a shoe in the segment. Hero That's already Jam, implemented the snapshot segment and deep rots. Okay. Where are we at? Favorites. What's your favorite so far? Sound Matt. soundboard is, as Tim said, already <laughs> under, under development. We were working. Yeah, I have yeah. my, I have my crew working on it as we speak right now. And by well, his crew, he, mean, he means his sons are, are <laughs> Googling right now all the sounds. 
No, I, I would say I'd ha- I wouldn't is... want to look at my son's Google Google search history. <laughs> no, you do not want to do that. No, I I think in that case, then the soundboard is off the table, fellas. You have to choose from Hero Jam, Snapshot, or Deep Rots. What would you do? Um, the new form. Yeah, I'm, 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 we're gonna. I'm getting okay, so I'm getting. I'm picking the soundboard. Uh, so I'm. <laughs> well, soundboards are we already? Yeah, that's a shoe in. It's established. I'm getting word. I'm getting word from the legal team from the Sparkton Rack legal team right now. Uh, they're going to need to clear some of this with, uh, you know, with the um, <laughs> with the legal people. So we, we can't give any official word on this now. But uh, it's under it's under litigation. It's under consideration right now. Sam, the rest of those. But soundboard is that we've got the okay from. I'm getting thumbs up from the legal team. I do want to say this for sure. When the day comes when we can all meet together and uh, maybe, as I said, uh, sit down at a bar somewhere and enjoy a little time, these those at least the uh, two of those ideas are doable in a bar together for sure. Uh, yeah, totally. I actually I kind of see hero jams as uh, like a charades type of an event for sure. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, last but not least, and this was Birdlaw's favorite, so okay. we'll see. It's gonna be zany. This is perfect for a podcast and probably would only be doable for a podcast. But this is called Street Thugs, the podcast serial drama. I mean, each week, a new chapter of this hot new radio drama unfolds in the lives of Timbo and Maddie, two street rats fighting for survival on the tough streets of Thandar. What will happen this week? Now, not only is this like a radio drama played by you two beautiful men, but you will have sound effects, footsteps. So that, again, that one was awesome and totally like radio drama it out, like sound effects, everything. I think like a special feature during the podcast is like, yeah. No, I, I think we no we create a, a whole new podcast just for this call. It's a serialized oh. drama. This is this is Secret bigger than Street just thugs. Sparks and Rack now. Yeah, we need it's bigger than a segment. I think we have yeah. a winner. For, I mean, I think like, we have if a Matt new... is saying this is bigger than a if, segment. If Soundboard is out, I'm I'm down for the radio drama about uh, Maddie and Timmy the Street Thugs. It sounds great. As long the the only stipulation is I don't have to be involved with it whatsoever in any shape. A shape, way, or form, and I'm totally behind it. We're gonna start our new, <laughs> our new spinoff of Sparks and Recreation. Street thugs. Street thugs. Sparks and Recreation. <laughs> Colon. Street thugs. <laughs> Amazing. That's it. Who let the pods out is over. Thank you guys so much for your love and admiration. And being good sports, I really do appreciate it. <laughs> thanks, thanks for the ideas; they're great. And I could, I could definitely. My bird law detector was going off at certain points throughout that. Segment That's so, well, so, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good I love stuff. that. Thanks guy. for He's that. That was good stuff. And maybe someday we'll see um, some more uh, special segment ideas. I think just hearing his ideas might actually be much more fun than actually implementing any of them. <laughs> That's yeah. a, you know you we can have here's the idea here's the winner as we have a who let the pot out segment where we take viewer segment ideas and we talk about them oh, and I if they're it. really good we implement them and if they're really bad we make fun of them. That's sweet. All right. That's so sweet. who let the pot out? We already have the intro that, soundbite for it. Uh, we'll just reuse on, that song. 
Yeah. Yep. I I know Game Freak said, didn't he say we should have one like uh, old men in their opinions or something? Or get off my lawn or something like, like that. Like the two two old guys in the Muppets. I can't yeah. think of their names. And I was like, well, that's already what we do, Game Freak. Like that's literally yeah. what we're already doing. So that's our that's it's our the whole podcast. That's the whole podcast. Do you realize how old we are? <laughs> <laughs> uh, good stuff. Awesome, Sam. And you know, this might actually become a recurring segment. Who let the pod might actually hit the rotation now, guys. This is great. I love it, Sam. Great job. <laughs> Excellent. You're welcome. You're welcome. Thank you so much. <laughs> that was fun. All right. And let's keep the train moving into the final part of this episode, the community roundup. All right, everybody, you know, when you hear that music, you know, we are almost at the end. The light at the end of the tunnel has appeared and let's just do a quick community roundup of stuff. Uh, I'm going to just give an overview of stuff, guys. You guys chime in as we go, go along. Uh, basically, there's not a lot of stuff to report uh, in terms of results. However, there's lots of announcements to make about the restart of all of the wonderful uh, community fan-run events that we have going now that the public release is uh, a few weeks old. And we've got players who are leveling up their characters and can now uh, participate in these different things. Uh, the first... Uh, event I want to talk about is the Hero Realms premiere circuit run by Dark Lighter. Uh, currently, the Ranger um, event is w- underway, and it's probably uh, the group stage is probably actually finished by the time you hear this and you're in the next stage of that event. The Cleric has already started and is probably either still in the group stage or just finishing that as well by the time you hear that, uh, by, by the time you hear this recording. Um, and the other class events will be starting up after that as well. So the HRPC is already up and running, guys. It's really cool. If you miss the sign up, you can still sign up for events that haven't started yet. So uh, check it out. There's links in the Discord and in the show notes. Uh, next announcement is for the King of the Castle, which is set to resume. Uh, I'm looking at either late June or early July. I've already redesigned the castle. And for those who don't know what it is, it's an event basically where you're king of the castle, king of the mountain. Uh, You're trying to defend your throne from other people who are trying to take it from you. It's a popular event. We've got a pretty long queue for it, but it goes kind of slow because it's one person fighting another person trying to take their their throne. So what I did was I made a second castle. So it's actually kings of the castles. And by the way, we are uh, open to everyone. I have... um, artwork and titles ready in case we have a queen of the castle or if there is another uh um answer to the uh, gender question who takes uh control of the castle we can be flexible with that so don't we're not too rigid with the gender assignments on the on the event title uh we will be starting up soon in a couple weeks it's a level 12 event where basically you have to defend your castle against oncoming challengers you have to use um a once you win with a class, you can't use that again. So you basically have to win a best of three of five match with three different classes in order to either defend the castle or take it away from the king or queen who's holding it. Uh, it's a super fun event. It's a pretty fun uh, sign-up sheet and kind of event page that I've created for it. So check it out. The uh, link for that is also in the show notes. Um, by the way, our very own Sam once was king of the castle 
and he was actually for the shortest reign the shortest reign but he was it's still it's still one of the top five longest reigns at this point top three that's true i'm the third it's the third longest um that said you were the one to uh, dethrone the cats's meow who held it for 21 challenges if nothing else you get props for that huge props yeah so you ended and and i actually worked that into the story behind because we stopped the king of the castle event when the at, uh, when the game went public and kind of reset it and changed the rules a little bit. So I built that into the story, how uh, Sam basically <laughs> ended this long reign of prosperity of the king and fractured the castle into two. And gotta go. okay. Yes, and I, I, we should definitely call it again, too. The cat says meow. Alex is incredible. 21 wins in a row. Like, holy crap. Yeah, yeah. Best, of, best of five 21 wins is insane. And I know, like... Your old format, you could pick whatever hero you wanted, blah, blah, blah. And he's the master of counter build, I think, basically. He's just, like, so good at counter building. But uh, still, it doesn't matter. Like, that's incredible. Good job, the cat. You're amazing. It you're, was an impressive streak that we probably won't see. Last yeah, we won't see that beat, probably, unless he does it himself. Uh, next right. event um, announcement is the restart of Survivor. Speaking of Decatur's Meow, this is the event that he runs. It's a really cool event where you start with uh, up to five different heroes who are eliminated when they lose, and the last hero standing or surviving wins. Uh, this is going to restart probably in mid July. So look forward to that one resuming soon as well. Uh, another huge announcement we have is for Tavern Brawl Season 3. Everyone's favorite fan run event. It's actually the first event. It was the first thing uh, that was organized. Uh, are, are we going to talk about our favorite tournaments now? And I'm going to be like, that's not my favorite. That's not my favorite. That's just your role. It's just uh, um, Tavern Sorry. Brawl run by Noodle Tube and uh, assisting him is Game Freak 701. Uh, we've, they are still looking for players to join in. I think they said they're going to leave it for another week or so. So by the time you hear this, it should still be open. Check it out. Super fun. You can start with a brand new character at, uh, we'll start at level one and I think bring them up to level three before it actually starts. Yep. Um, but yeah, you can start with uh, a brand new character. You don't have to have any experience. It's a really fun event where you can work with a team and play against other teams and, uh, learn more about it again with the links in the uh, show notes. You can learn all about uh, what it is and how to sign up for it. Uh, next announcement is for a preview of a new event called Predator. And this is a uh, event that was kind of the brainchild of Daily 23 and also with help from Bird Law. And they kind of had this hunter, hunter and hunter or hunter and prey idea. Uh, which eventually morphed into Predator. I've been working a little bit with Daily on it too. It looks like it's going to be a lot of fun. Yep. Basically, yep. you're going to be, you're again going to have a group of heroes who are hunting uh, other groups of heroes and trying to earn trophies, which count as points. You can also eliminate other players' um, heroes. And whoever gets the most trophies wins the game. So it's kind of a cool take on Predator. We have a really cool uh, event sheet for this one in the works. Uh, that's going to start probably early July, so look forward to that coming up. Uh, that should be a lot of fun as I, well. Okay. Uh, I, I I made a spreadsheet for this one for him to track and do matches and stuff because you know that's what I do. So. Nice agent spreadsheet, it's awesome. And I've already worked to bling. Tim likes to make like the actual spreadsheet, and then I like to put a bunch of shit on top of it to bling it out. He so. does. 
to make your it look, to make it art is amazing. Have you seen have have you seen the King of the Castle, the new one? Like, there's so much crap on that sheet now. It takes like five seconds to load. It it was a great. It was it was. (laughs) There's like no data on it. Well, come on, there's data. (laughs) I've never seen anyone do that. I'm like, how did you do? Like, you should make websites, Matt. Like, really, like (laughs) you can you can you can do up a layout, my friend. Basically, just take. It's just fun stuff. I like to spend. He's like whatever. Yeah, check out all of these fun stuff, uh, fun events coming up. And last but not least, we have Highlander. And since we have the guy running that event, Tim, why don't you talk a little bit about Highlander for us? So uh, Highlander, we've got three of the four uh, events done for the season. Uh, The fourth one, I believe, is the level 12 level cap one. So since you need at least uh, three level 12 characters, uh, probably want more than that. I'm probably going to wait till like around the beginning, early August to start that one. And then uh, there will be the season invitational for the top 16 finishers after that event is over. I do know, and you don't know about this, but there's another event uh, being worked on that probably uh, maybe september or so will probably happen for the community that is being worked on by me and double dubs so uh yeah a league event so nice that's a that's a big teaser for that and i, I can uh, I, I with my limited knowledge i can say it looks exciting mm-hmm. yeah all of these are super fun events they're very different they have unique flavors and feels and rules and level requirements and everything so there's a little bit for everybody i think definitely check them out we're very welcoming and happening, or happy to have new uh, players and members join up. Um, find the Discord link in the show notes. That's the best like uh, gateway to find all this stuff. And uh, just ask some questions. We'll be happy to help you out and welcome you into the community. Uh, really, it's a great community. And if you can join it and even just test it out a little bit, you'll find out for yourself how great it is. So definitely give it a try. It's, it's a lot of fun. Okay, and uh, that winds up this episode's Community Roundup. Thank you, everybody, for listening. Uh, This has been Tim, Agent C-13. Uh, thanks for joining us, Sam. For one, it's been a pleasure to talk with you. We've recorded way longer than we wanted to, but it's been a lot of fun and a lot of laughs and a great time. Uh, thanks for all the work on Hero Helper. Yeah. Sam, you have any final thoughts for, for the listeners? Well, thank you so much, Tim, for your kind words. That was very nice. Uh, anyone, please, if you have questions about, uh, like, how Hero Helper works, whatever. Um, I'll share what I can. I'm happy to talk about that stuff with you too. Uh, I certainly learned from other people helping me. So um, I think that's, you know, a big part of, of how that works. You you take it from the universe and you give it back out, right? Um, thank you guys so much for letting me be on the podcast. It was so much fun. Uh, and thanks to all the listeners and thanks to the community. Um, I love the Discord. I love the Realms Rising community. The website is awesome. And Prozer gets a ton of credit for that. And um, it's great. And Zabuza for his work on that. 
Yeah, it looks amazing, and that's a lot of Zabuza's magic, right? Yep. So, um, S trick so, too for maintaining things and keeping the keeping the show running yep. uh, under the absolutely. Hood. So yeah, many people involved in the community. Part. Yep. Yeah, this is my first time joining a Discord, or whatever, and it's been fantastic. So, thanks everyone for just being a part of it. Well said. All right. Thanks, Sam. And once again, welcome to all the new listeners who have joined us and to all of our old listeners who have stuck with us. I really hope you enjoy the content we put out. A few quick announcements here right at the end. First, our very own Logan K. Stewart has written a new strategy article for new players, which is aimed at helping them avoid common pitfalls and mistakes that often plague uh, players who are just picking up the game. Also, Double Dubs, our own Sparks and Rec favorite here, has also written an article on five builds to get started, which is an article that will help new players figure out uh, good builds or upgrade choices that they can choose for their characters as they're learning the game. Uh, Next, we had the Splintered Thandar event successfully complete last weekend. And it was a huge success. Congratulations to uh, Marauder Mo, uh, and Roser, Birdlaw, and uh, everyone else who was involved with that. I know it was a lot of fun. I think even Rob from Wise Wizard Game stopped by to play. And apparently Horgle was the winner of that event. So congratulations to him. I think we'll hear more about Splintered Thandar in order to make it available for all community members to play uh, coming soon. So keep on uh, the lookout for that. I also want to give a quick shout out to Androser, the Podfather. He has come back from his short hiatus and has resuming his second season of the Realms Rising podcast. So check that out. There's lots of great stuff coming from there, as well as, of course, the uh, Realms Rising website and the Discord. You can find links to all the stuff in the show notes. Finally, last but not least, you can support the podcast and Sparks and uh, Recreation Endeavors and Hero Helper by uh, leaving reviews for us, uh, sharing with your friends, um, leaving five-star reviews. And if you're so inclined, check out our new Patreon. We just set it up to help kind of recover uh, or recoup some of the costs that we have been throwing into this kind of uh, deep project. Uh, You can sign up to join for, not join, but to like uh, support us for as little as $1 per episode, or even just throw us a, you know, a short or a small tip, uh, a cup of coffee or whatever to, uh, uh, show your appreciation appreciation for the work we do. Again, it's all free. It's all for you guys. We want to uh, make this community bigger and stronger and, uh, you know, take this game that we love to a new level in terms of uh, awareness and player pool and um, just overall enjoyment. So uh, thanks for your support. And we look forward to continuing the, the ride along with all of you heroes out there. Thanks again and catch you next time. Made it to the end of the show. Congratulations, you're a nerd. Tune into the next episode of Sparks and Recreation for more on community events, meta analysis, and everything Hero Realms. Uh, I'm Joel, and Sparks and Recreation is my favorite Hero Realms podcast that I've never listened to.